from the Rams studio connected by AT&T. Welcome to Between the Horns. I am your host, Miles Simmons. This is the official podcast of therams.com. With me, I've got laughing (laughs) Super Bowl champion defensive tackle Rams radio network sideline reporter, my friend DeMarco Farr. Uh, three and one is fun, right? Isn't it? Aren't yeah. those two numbers fun when you put the three in front of the one? Absolutely, yeah, as opposed to stuff. the way it's kind of been before in yeah. some of these years that you know you and I have been together. So yeah, tough win. I mean, tough, hard-fought win in Arizona. Um, yeah, the second Brian Quick touchdown, I was staring right at you in the press oh, box. Man, this I is knew two I could see weeks in a row that you start off the show of blasting course. me about Brian uh, Quick. Of course. Um, there's a lot to work on for him, but, I mean, you know, two catches hit the end zone. It's, it's a shame that – Two catches, two touchdowns, and damn near a 35-yard average averages out to a C for him. You know Hmm, what I mean? Interesting. What do you mean by a C? Well, six targets, two catches. Okay, yes. And he had some key drops that that, could have helped the offense in that situation. But the two touchdowns definitely helped. You don't win without those two TDs. No, you don't. But those drops made it harder for you to win. So it's too bad that that sort of game averages out to a C for him. And, well, I I think, you know, as we talk about the 17-13 to victory that the Rams had over the Arizona Cardinals there to get them to 3-1, and and it's the first time, let's let's get this out too, it's the first time they're 3-1 and since 2006. I didn't know it had been that long. Yes. Wow, that's a long time. It is a long time. Yeah. Right? Like, let's think about the things we were doing in 2006. What were you doing in 2006? I have no idea. I can't remember (laughs) yesterday. You know, it's it's hard, unless I take notes. But, I mean, when you think about all those games they were in, it's not like the Rams were blown out early um it maybe they're getting the breaks or maybe they finally learned how to win or not lose games Mm -hmm. Uh, that could be what we're seeing i think it's i think it's all of those things put together and so let's let's stick with the offense though since since we started there um i think you're right about brian quick being like you you get these good plays and then you get the bad plays but Mm. i think the simple fact that when you catch two passes and both of them are touchdowns, big that averages out at least to me. That, that's a pretty good day. Oh no, no doubt. I mean, that's a really good day, and it's going to help. But I mean, look, I, Isaac Bruce. I even talked to Larry Fitzgerald about this before the game. The great ones only remember the bad plays. Okay, so yeah, you're I, right. I wonder no, how right. he you're felt right. about his game. So yeah. I mean, I, I bet if you're a great player, you only remember the drop. Um, so he's going to get better. But uh, the things we're seeing now, they're helping the offense. Uh, you're pulling the defense off of Todd Gurley each and every week when you do things like that. Yes, and people are going to maybe start doing that a little bit more, especially because Kenny Britt, we talked about him last week and the simple fight. You said he looks like a different guy. Yeah. I think he has kind of been a different guy. I think the stats bear this out. I was looking it up. You know, in 2014, his catch percentage was 57.1. 2015, it's 50, so that's – targets to receptions 50 percent 50 percent last year guess what it is right now i uh, 70 yes it is 70 percent 69.2 percent so that's 70 percent so that's where the significant difference is there and then you also look at his stats he's averaging 70.3 yards per game right now you realize that will you know if you bear that out for 16 games yeah yeah that's over a thousand yards i mean that's something you're gonna have to notice and and take note of and game plan for if you're a defense, yes. when, you, when you see a guy with that sort of production, I think there was a third and five, a third and five plus five to seven, mm-hmm. um, where it's got to have territory where you're thinking number one receiver. This is where you where Tony Romo might fit it into Des Bryant. We right. need this first down. And it was a look in route and he caught it. It was a big play. You needed it. Yes. It was big. It was big time. Number one receiver stuff. So maybe not as explosive as a Julio Jones, but 
when it's a go-to situation where you've got to get this tough first down, I mean, he's starting to turn into that guy for Case Keenum. Yeah, and I, I don't know what it is about those two together, but the the sum appears to be more greater than whatever the parts would be apart. Uh, yeah, yeah. Does that make any sense? Yeah, it, it sure does. It's just, you know, when you're, when you're teammates and you have a feel for how he plays and uh, how you play and where he's going to be in certain situations versus what, versus what we're seeing, you're going to be on the same page. Now, if you can get Case and Greg Robinson on the same page, uh, yeah. you know, where my protection is versus yes. who I'm trying to block and where I need to stand as a quarterback will only make us better. So those connections with Brett, that back shoulder touchdown, mm -hmm. amazing. Uh, I mean, uh, with, quick. With, with Quick yeah. was amazing. Uh, the look-in for Brian Quick to Case Keenum. It's amazing. They're on the same page. Finding Tavon Austin deep with Patrick Peterson on all, you know, draped on all. Right. Of I mean, that that took some some stones to make that throw. Going into that game, did you ever think that Case Keenum would overthrow T uh, Tavon Austin? No, there's no way. Versus I thought Patrick Peterson. Right, honestly, right. Honestly, there's no way I thought so, that. And that's no offense yeah. to Case or anybody no, else. No. It's just it's the way Patrick Peterson plays. Yes. It, Patrick Peterson is one of the elite cornerbacks in this league. No so doubt. I'm trying to give him his props. So that's the chemistry. But now, if you can get that protection to where if Greg gets beat by a speed rusher, you can negate that speed rusher by stepping up in the pocket. Or if he takes an inside charge, step out. Yes. You know, and make those yes. guys work. Well, yes. Yeah. And now Greg Robinson has become a story. And I I said this on Twitter. I really didn't feel like people were complaining that much about Greg Robinson until this past game. And let's – I'm not going to be Shill McGee and say, like, Greg Robinson had You're a good gonna game. You're not going to be who? Shill McGee. I don't know. I just made that name Shill up. McGee. Shill McGee. I, I, Let me just look. Hold on. Okay. okay. Yeah. DeMarco's looking in. at the camera for those Shill people who McGee. are okay. listening to I'm us. I'm sorry. All I heard was Shill McGee. Well, yeah. You know, like. Finish the point, please. The point Mr. is. Mr. McGee. <laughs> Shill McGee. Wow. The point. Is that short for something? Shillman? No, Shill. <laughs> Shill, you know, like. Shillman? Okay, go ahead. Like, anyway. I'm, I'm not trying to cape up for somebody. Do you know that one? Cape up? Yeah. I didn't think you'd know that one. What are you trying to make me look bad? What does <laughs> cape up mean? Well, you just made was me look bad with Shill McGee. Shill McGee. But anyway, go ahead. All right. The so point Greg. I'm trying to make is that I, I think Greg Robinson has played okay. I don't think he's been as bad as some people think. Agreed. And I think part of the issue is just what you were saying. Chemistry between your quarterback and your left tackle. On that play where Case Keenum is sack fumbled. Yeah, right. right. There's an opportunity there, at least it looked like to me on the film, for Case Keenum to step up in the pocket and then maybe deliver a throw. Now, okay. that's not to say that Greg Robinson need, does not need to do a better job because in any left tackle, you know, when you're going against Jones and he is a very, very good Guy pass rusher, anybody. he can. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying Greg Robinson doesn't need to be better. I'm saying that both Greg Robinson and Case Keenum can do a better job. On Absolutely. That I've watched Brady do it. I've watched Rodgers do it. I watched Peyton Manning do it. We for watched years. Carson Palmer Carver do it in that game. Just by where you step, where you stand in the pocket, yes, in the gate of pass. It makes rush. a difference. Some of the best pass rushes. And think about what Russell Wilson does to the Rams defensive line makes them work by moving around yes I mean he's playing football so that's the one thing I did like about Case Keenum this game in Arizona he it looks like he's starting to play football uh, yes. as in I don't have to throw from a fixed position right and if it breaks down I can extend and make something happen mm -hmm. and that confidence is starting to grow but you know when it's a third and forever and the whole world knows you're about to throw well Greg knows what he has in the speed rusher sure he knows the arsenal of moves he's about to see well yeah. 
so does Case. Yes. This guy likes to beat guys over the top. Let me step in. Mm-hmm. Uh, this guy likes to come inside, spin back inside. Well, let me step out. Right. Let me put something in that defensive lineman outside linebacker's head yes. to keep him off balance because I'm going to be a moving target. Right. We started to see some things like that. But I thought, Greg, like 95% of the stuff he does in the game, they're great. Mm-hmm. It's just some of the things he does by being too aggressive – Hurts the football team, sure. the hold, yes. being downfield. To me, that's not knowing your quarterback yet when well, he's scrambling around. All right, but and who knew? Who knew about that? That's what I'm saying. I, I, the, the, the lineman downfield, what, what is the guy supposed to do? Because at one point, it looks like on that play, Case Keenum's going to take off. So if Greg is not going down the field and blocking for his quarterback, then what's he, what's well, he that's, doing? Well, that's not knowing your quarterback. Like I, well, the I Seattle Seahawks, so, yeah. when it becomes a scramble situation – those guys know not to go downfield because sure, chances sure. are right, he's going to throw from here. That's so fair. that's two guys being on the same page. And and the one guy I would like on my O-line to be in tune with my quarterback is definitely the left tackle. Yeah, it's got to be the case. So yeah. it's that stuff will start to come. Yeah, and, and you know what? Let, if we flip it to the other side, and I, I was sort of trying to make this point, I think we saw this kind of thing from Carson Palmer during the game because it, the early oh, going yeah. of that game, it looked like Robert Quinn was going to sack fumble him just like he did against Jameis Winston the week before. Do we have a dump button? Three or four times. Do, we, or, do you have like a bleep? Because Quinn was kicking his ass. Yeah. So you can bleep that if you want. Okay. So, yes, great example of an elite-level quarterback in Carson Palmer stepping up in the pocket, yes. taking away a speed rush. Exactly. And gaining the advantage. That's the right. only thing I'm saying there. So I, I think as these two guys grow together, and, mm-hmm. you know, obviously we don't know how much longer Case Keenum is going to be in there, but if the Rams keep winning, he ain't going out, right? right. So, yeah. yeah, so as these two guys continue to grow together, then I think those are the kinds of things you will see going forward. Yeah, I, and I like that that sort of ability out of a shorter quarterback. I mean, I'd like it to be Aaron Rodgers like where you can change your release versus what you're seeing. Uh, yeah, but he's blink. the goat, right? I mean, so, you can go from yeah. slingshot to bazooka like that. Well, <laughs> if you're not going to be that guy, you can extend plays with your legs. Right. And guaranteed, yes. The D-line chasing you is going to run out of gas before you do. No question. Yeah, no I mean, question. there's nothing more taxing as a defensive lineman than chasing a scrambling quarterback. I tell it wears you out. Absolutely wears you Who out. Who was the worst scrambling quarterback you ever Flutie. faced? Flutie. Really? You, for, one, you couldn't see him. Two, okay. he was fast. <laughs> and he had a pretty him. good arm. <laughs> to where if you gave if you gave him a window, he can get the ball downfield. Or he can just, you know, run with it. It was it was nuts. But it wears you out. I right. guarantee you after these long scrambles, you'll see three guys come out. Mm-hmm. Because it's just taxing. You gotta chase the guy and then you're coming back through blockers and you're uh, when that play gets extended. 15 seconds. Yeah. It gasses you out. It yeah. really does. Huh. Case can do that. Yeah. Are you going to run from me now? What? Now, are you, did you learn how to get away from me now? Like, you're going to run. I'm what? Just no. You're like, oh, that's how to make DeMarco tired. Run from him. No. Well, I mean, yeah. I bet your your kids know that. No. They just stand <laughs> in one spot. I'm just kidding. No, but I mean, but he can he can do that. Case can be that exactly. sort of quarterback. Yeah. Right. And, and I think that, you know, we're seeing better things from him, seeing better decisions. He did not make the one bad decision that you just can't make as a quarterback in that game. Definitely. It didn't, it, there wasn't a throw that turned around and hurt you, but right. there were, uh, there's always going to be one or two blind throws. Okay. If he gets trapped in the pocket, uh, there was one that went to nowhere. Yes. That was kind of scary. It's a yes. little bit high okay, in the middle fair. of the field. Yes. I mean, there's going to be a blind throw. Well, there was Limit that those. third and three where you have the rub routes with Tavon Austin and you're on the left side and the ball just goes way over Tavon Austin's head. That's a miss, right? Yeah, it's you got to have that back, right? Yeah. And right. those are things that Case talked about after the game. You know, I think he named that throw. He named a throw to Brian Quick, another one to Tavon Austin that 
throws that were open and he says, you know, I've got to make those throws. Those are all good things. So, yeah, I like hearing that. Out yeah, like exactly. That. Yeah. So I think Case is doing, he's getting better. And as, the, as Case gets better, I think that means the offense will get better because it means that Todd Gurley will hopefully get more opportunities. Yeah, I mean, look, uh, you're going to have, uh, if you count the gaps in football, right? You have a center, two guards, two tackles, mm -hmm. tight end, one or two. Uh, there's anywhere between, what, six and nine gaps. Yes. Right? Well, when you're loading the box, we're going to fill every gap on defense plus one. Right. Right. So the that back is never going to have a free run or a dead run. He's always going to have to run through somebody. And not only that, we're going to outnumber you, and then we're going to change. Where we right. start is not where we're going to end up. So it, it's hard for the O-line. It creates indecision. Um, so when there's indecision in front of the running back, that's obviously going to make him a little bit slower. So that's how you stop the run game. But, you know, at some point, if you keep making plays behind the defense, making them pay, you're going to make them indecisive about coming up and stopping the run. Right, and yes. then, boom, those creases start to happen. Yeah. Even if they load the box and they're it's still true. a little nervous about, hey, this guy can get behind me, that helps Todd Gurley. So I think after two or three weeks of good offensive play out of your passing game that's going to naturally loosen guys up to the run game you would think so especially because it's not just been the wide receivers we were talking about it's also been guys like lance kendricks lance kendricks has made a lot of plays and you and i sort of going back and forth before we got this thing recorded and yeah you, you've been really impressed by him you know he's gotten a whole lot better i mean he's always been able to block that's why they drafted him uh, he's been a great inline guy, but his hands have gotten better. There was a grab, and you can probably the grab where he just stuck it out and stabbed it through the air. Oh, I it yeah, was I a know total save catch. Yes. I mean, he really helped his quarterback yes. out on that catch. That's the stuff you want from your tight end. Exactly, you want sure hands. You know, when it's going to you, like Jason Witten. Yes, it goes in any direction to Jason Witten. It's like a vacuum. You know, mm -hmm. he's going to suck that thing yeah. up. So I believe Lance is going to be that guy. Kellen Winslow, senior, told me a long time ago mm -hmm. the tight end is always open. <laughs> and when you think about it from a def defensive perspective, he is. Because you, you usually have the mismatch. It's a mismatch, and he's blocking or he's going out. He's right. always going to be open in yeah. some way. He just has to catch it. Interesting. Yeah. I, like, I like that philosophy. But, I mean, you know what? When we talk about the offense, too, and just catching the ball, uh, Todd Gurley, the, the two catches that I think Fisher has talked about a lot, he said that that 33-yard wheel route, that's what was. Yeah. That was really the impressive. One hand. Yes, yeah, one yeah. hand. That's, yeah, that's great wow. stuff. That's a great dimension, and that's helping yourself. Not um, only, yeah. I was thinking about McCoy this week, Buffalo. Oh, man. I mean, he's dangerous. Um, God, how many run plays did they run in the first half against New England and didn't repeat one run? Yeah. I mean, they got a lot of runs, but yeah, he helps himself by being able to catch out of the backfield. Exactly. So I think Gurley can add that part to his arsenal. Uh, and the third the third and eight play, I want to talk about that too, because yeah. the, where he's he stops on a dime, right, right at the sideline, cuts back in, and then drags two guys, and then there's oh, another the guy that's down. trying. Yeah, yeah that yeah. one too. That's the, one, that's the second one I want to talk about. Yeah, yeah. Like that, I mean, wh what? That's a football player. That's, that's special. It's really special yeah. because like, you can't just get that, right? Like, people right. can't just do that. You mean stop on a dime that big and that fast? Right. Right, I know. And then to be able to not just stop there, but then, have, like, drag those two guys across the first down marker. Yeah. It's not just, it's not just the physical ability. It's the awareness of where you are on the field. The, the fact that you've got to catch the football. Right. And then you can do all of those things and then still get the first down. And know where the line to gain is. Yes. Yeah, all that. At the, you know, I mean, Arizona last year when he broke the long run and took the knee to ice the game. Yes, yeah. Awareness. Mm -hmm. I mean, 
if you thought he was just you know a big strong SEC running back, <laughs> I think he's he's proven you wrong. Yeah. He's thinking out there too. Oh, yeah, he's yeah. got such a high football. IQ. Yeah, I eventually. I mean, if this offense gets going, I mean, six seven weeks and the passing game actually starts to develop more. Think about how dangerous he's going to be. Right. When you can only line up seven in there. Yes. Oh, forget it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one of the, and one of the things that might expedite that process is the possibility of Farrow Cooper coming back and starting to play again. We, he was a healthy scratch on last Sunday. So was Nelson Spruce. I know everybody like started tweeting me like, oh, my God, where, where are the where's yeah, Spruce yeah. and Cooper? Oh, my God. And it's like they're, they're rookies, guys, you know, and Fisher has a history of really making sure rookies are ready to play before he gets them in there. So I think that's part of what was going on with those guys. But once Cooper is back, we saw some things out of Cooper in OTAs and training camp and then in the, in the couple preseason games, excuse me, that he was in. I, I think he can really add some more to this offense, You know, too. I could tell just by watching those two guys, Farrell Cooper and Nelson Spruce, when they come out of the tunnel and they don't have their uniform on, it bothers them. Oh, yes. Oh, absolutely. There are some rookies that are – you can tell they're relieved not to be playing that. <laughs> I'm serious. They're, they're just – Oh, no. Thank God. You know, I, one more week. But you can tell these guys really want to get out there they and do. not only show what they can do but help the football team. So – um, I wonder, I mean, there's so much more you can do with Farrell Cooper because he can do so much. You could flip it to him. He can go deep on you. Yeah. You can hand it to him if you wanted you to. You can. And Nelson Spruce, I think, could become a kind of a possession threat. But here's the thing. If you put him up, who do you put down? Exactly. And that's some of the yeah. thing, That's one of the things that people all don't think about all the time, I, I don't think, because you have to have guys who can contribute on special teams. Like, for instance, if we're talking about two other wide receivers, Bradley Marquez and Mike Thomas are playing a lot of special teams, and they're doing well, especially Bradley yeah. Marquez. You, you look at what he does on those kickoffs Oof. when he comes down there so fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if, they, if it's by chance, you return the ball, Bradley Marquez is going to get you. Well, okay, if – Okay, the two guys give you a bigger pop on special teams, but the other two guys give you a more pop, more more of a pop on offense. Okay, which way are you leaning? It has well because I'm going to take special teams. I would probably too, actually. Yeah, because you have other weapons at the wide receiver position who are playing well, i.e., Kenny Britt right now and Brian yeah. Quick. And I, I so know that, this yeah. is an interesting and kind of a good problem to have. Kind of, right? it, it's it's a hell of a decision. I wouldn't want to be you know Jeff Fisher Bones Fossil. Mm -hmm. Because if, you know, Jeff has to walk down and say, hey, look, um, I'm going to take Bradley Marquez off your special teams. I might try to fight you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. Uh, same thing with, with right, Mike Thomas yeah, yeah, because yeah. they're so fast. But, yeah. you know, I mean, we're, we're talking about the offense and we're always talking about the defense. But I think the, the, the thing that's really kept you in these games has been great special teams. Yes. So I wouldn't want to take a step back there at all. Yes. Even if it's to give you a boost in the passing game, which sounds weird. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, I think you're right. And, you know, if we're going to shout out special teams, let's shout out Johnny Hecker for oh. 15 inside the 20, yep. zero touchbacks. Uh, zero touchbacks. Hadn't done anything yet. Yeah. <laughs> hasn't done anything yet. You know why? I mean, look, the, he's the best punter in the league, and he I'm is. trying not to say that. Because well, he, cause you got a long way to go, but you do. he's the best punter in the But league. through the quarter pole, yeah. And Greg Zerline, after a really tough season last year, he's been perfect. He's yeah. not missed a field goal or an extra point, and that I, that means something. I, I like the fact that he's not taking you know, a cannon shot per game. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, if you keep him as a normal place kicker and not as a guy who's trying to set a record, sure. I think you've got a really good one. And it seems like they do leg. right now. Yeah. 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 So let's turn it to the defense, too. So sure. five takeaways. 
That's not a bad. lot. Not bad. That's a lot. And yeah. I think it speaks volumes about the way probably that they know the Cardinals and just the way that they were physically getting after them. Yeah, getting the ball out. Um, the pick by Tremaine Johnson is Ooh, baby. picture oh. perfect. You oh, couldn't yes. play that any better. God, that was great. I mean, just beautiful. I mean, he baited the guy, baited Carson Palmer, and, I mean, that'll learn you. <laughs> I mean, that'll learn you not to try him again. So, yeah. I mean, that that's big-time stuff there. And if you get your hands on all the ones that you, you know, if you pick off all the ones you got your hands on, I mean, you might be talking about seven or eight. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's that's really good pass coverage. Um, now, if you look at the, you know, the yards, John Brown made you pay. He did. A lot. Yes. Uh, but... Ten you know, receptions, one forty-four. That's that's hard. I it mean, that, that flies in the face of great coverage. It but, does. But there's great ball skills, and you're making great plays when the ball's in the air, and you're getting good pressure. So there's some good things. There's some things to like, but there's some things you need to work on on defense. Absolutely. Too. And yeah. I think you know what we saw EJ Gaines get back out there at cornerback. Yeah. Looks like he is going to be the starter going forward. If you look at the snap counts, he was above 50%. He was playing most of the second half. I think he really got in there in the second quarter, and I don't think they put Troy Hill back in there on the outside, even though Troy Hill got the start. So yeah. EJ Gaines looks like he's back, and he made a really good uh, pass deflection yeah. in the end zone, That's one of the and that forced a field you goal. Had. It mean, is, actually, if yeah. If he gets his hands on that, secures it, there's no one there right. on that sideline. I mean, he is Deion Sanders high-stepping down the <laughs> Cardinals sideline. Um, but yeah, I, I love the way he plays. I love his temperament. I mean, he's a great athlete. He's a great corner. He's yeah technically sound but i love his temperament mm-hmm. i mean one he is literally one snap and clear good play bad play it's over he's yeah. moved on to the next so i i think that's important to have at corner um the last thing you want is a guy that gets too high or too low yes yeah unless you're jermaine johnson and you just stay up here <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just stay way up but you know i think that's part of why ej Gaines was so successful as a rookie just to be a six-round pick, right? And, mm-hmm. and then to go on and start 15 of the 16 games, only reason he didn't start the last one was because he had a concussion, right? Yeah. So he was hurt, and that's why he didn't start. So he's got something a little bit special about him to be able to play the way he has. And now that he's got this experience and he's bringing that back with him, I, I think that gives a secondary real boost. Yeah, he's a good, good football player, which means he's able to read and diagnose what you're trying to do to mm-hmm. him. You know what I mean? Yes. Oh, yeah, that, absolutely. Oh, this is that. Let me get up here. Okay, right. they're trying to do this. I'll do that. Either I can adjust mid-drive or the next time out, you're not going to get me with the same move. Right. So uh, that's great to have. That's that's great to have if you're Robert Quinn and Aaron Donald. Oh, yes. Two good corners like that and, uh, you know, safeties that, you know, can light you up, that really get in the mind of receivers. Because all you need is for that quarterback just to hold it for a split second. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't get the sack, you get the shot. You get right. the hard hit on him. So. Yeah, that's that all adds up to good defense. You know what? What I kind of found interesting last week, um, talking to Greg Williams, defensive coordinator, in his media session, he said that he talks to you. Well, I mean, he talks to everybody. He really talks to you. Oh, okay. He says hello to me okay. when he sees me. He's right. a very nice man. You know, I have to change my opinion of him then. What? Just saying. Go ahead. Anyway. That's interesting. Just messing with you. Go ahead. Okay, good. Yes. You better be messing with me because he's like the <laughs> nicest person. Like we saw I was each other at the. More about you than him. Oh yeah, yeah. All okay. right. Okay. Go ahead. That's, that's hilarious. Yes. This is my show. You Breaking realize the fourth that, right? Wall. Okay. Yeah. There okay. he is. He's there smiling at the camera. That's this is guy. great. I love this dude. This is great when you do this for the people who listen on the podcast. Well, I just want them see. to know you. Okay. Yeah, I want them <laughs> to know the real I'm just Miles Simmons. When you smile at the camera, you're yeah. like getting I don't know a quarter to half is of it the Miles Simmons or Miles Simon. Simmons. I know. Just messing with you. I know you hate Miles Simon. That, because nobody, whose name with two M's is Simon? I, it just, Miles Simon is more famous than you. Who's that? 
Who's Miles Simon? I don't, I don't know who that is. I'm going to introduce you to Miles Simon. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. All right. Well, I kind of, no, I didn't lose Arizona my Arizona basketball thought. fans now hate you, but that's okay. Oh, I'm sure we've got a lot of them listening to the <laughs> podcast. A lot of Rams fans. Go ahead. Maybe. All right. Anyway, <clears throat> so we're talking to Greg Williams. He's having his media session, and he talked about uh, the way coverage and rush have to work hand in hand. Yeah. Right? So what he's saying is that a lot of times when you have these long balls, and, you know, talking about this in relation to the Arizona Cardinals, mm-hmm. part of the issue is that the rush is not getting there. Right. So if the rush is not getting there, then that's why these long routes have chances to develop. So in order to stop that, you have to have your pass rush be good. And I, I right. thought that was really interesting just because of the way people always want to talk about, oh, well, the corner let this thing happen. And it's like, it's not just the corner. You know, there are 11 guys out there on each each team. Right. Um. Okay. It's It, it all depends on how the O-line blocks you. The longer the route, the deeper the drop, the longer they have to protect, right? Correct. Um, so when I see that quarterback set up at seven, mm-hmm. I've got to get there. I've got to get there now. But the offensive lineman is going to step back, which means he's going to make it as long as he, as he can. Right. The, the amount of time for me to get to his quarterback. Yes. So, so I have to win that rush to put pressure on the quarterback so he can't step into it or just draw a bead on the guy. Now, how it flips for the D-line is – if he's getting the ball out fast, mm-hmm. which means the offensive line is set and aggressively, I can get a quick swim. But if you can't cover, if you can't hold him up for a half second, right. I can't get to him. Right. So it all works hand in hand. Yes. So short routes, I need tight coverage to get to him. Yeah. Long routes, you need me to get there. Right. Unless that or that guy's going to run past you mm-hmm. eventually, and the ball's going to get there. So it all works hand in hand. So I always assumed, and I love the quarterbacks I played with, but I always assumed that we couldn't cover. <laughs> oh, man. Rude. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I always assume. I mean, I understand the way you're saying it, but that's like there's rude. a sense of urgency. I always assume that we're not going to be able to cover this guy. <laughs> Let me tell you, Miles. In a playoff situation, when you break the huddle, right? Yeah. And you've got Jeff George, who's got a world class whip, mm-hmm. and Chris Carter goes that way, and Randy Moss goes that way. Guess what? You probably can't cover. All right, that's fair. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Yes. I always that's assume true. that All we right, can't get true. there, yeah. so I have to get to you before you can you know, paint our guys and draw a beat on them. But when he's throwing short and quick, mm-hmm. you've got to help me with pass coverage. Yes. If he throws that quick slant, you've got to knock it down. Because exactly. I can't help you anyway. Right. Yeah. Because if he's getting the ball out in two seconds or less, that's just the way things work. It's right. physics. So it's we have a, a relationship with yeah. rush and coverage. And that's all. That's the biggest thing I want to point out there is like, I, I don't know sometimes if people realize just how big of, their, of the relationship there is there. Oh, it, yeah. It's not just one, it's both. Because if you don't have the good pass rush, and if you say like, you know, you assume that the poor DBs can't cover, then you're not going to be able to cover anyway. Right, right. Well, if I help you out, if I get a big sack and you know you were beat, when we get to the sideline, just walk over some Gatorade. <laughs> just walk over some Gatorade. And vice versa. If I get my ass kicked at the line of scrimmage and I'm not anywhere close to that quarterback yeah. and you pull a Tremaine Johnson and pick one off in the end zone, I'm bringing you Gatorade. Okay. You Thank you so much. Yes, We're exactly. Okay. You're teammates. It works hand there in hand. Go. So, right. you know what? Let's talk about one of these guys on the D-line, uh, Aaron Donald. It's kind of funny that we've probably gone, what, almost a half hour into this, and we've not really mentioned well, who Aaron Donald know at him all. Now? He's I know. It's like <laughs> I yeah. mentioned him to Fisher in the press conference after the game, and Fisher was kind of like, it's like, yeah, he's been playing on elite level for a couple years now. Nothing changes with that. I don't talk about him anymore it's boring but he's the defensive player of the week in it's the nfc boring. We ne- it's not boring to me no he's Gosh fun to darn watch it. it's fun to watch but it's boring to talk about how is this boring to you you're a-, a defensive tackle aaron donald i'm getting all high boys aaron donald gets a sack <laughs> yeah <laughs> aaron donald another tackles for loss 
Yeah, that's normal. It is normal, but it's not normal. It's normal, but it's abnormal right. because he's him. And like the the play where he got he and Eugene split the second. Set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you notice Eugene playing defensive tackle? I did. That was very cool. Yeah. Um. They used to do this thing they called it NASCAR when they had all defensive ends. This uh-huh. is before Donald, and he would slide inside. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's why he's still here. That's mm-hmm. why he's so valuable. He's so versatile. But yeah, those two guys and Quinn on the outside, and when William Hayes is healthy. You got problems. Yes, absolutely. You have real hey, issues. You know what? You you still have problems because Matt Longacre on the play I'm talking about. So he's coming. He, Did I just Ma- do that? I'm sorry. Never mind. What? Go ahead. Anyway, Matt Longacre. Go ahead. No, well, Matt yeah. Long. Because <clears throat> what I want to say is Matt Longacre's crashing in yeah. on on the outside. He goes to the B gap. So does Robert Quinn. He goes to the B gap, and then you've got your two guys who are a mm. defensive tackle. They loop around, and mm-hmm. it's Sims and it's Donald, and they meet at the quarterback, and it's beautiful. Beautiful. Good word. Yeah. Who is the hottest girl in your opinion? Um, Hottest right woman now, on the planet. Margot Robbie. Just hot, right? Margot Robbie. Okay, there's nothing more beautiful when, than when that stunt comes open. <laughs> I'm serious. That is my idea of gorgeous. When I think of hot and gorgeous, yeah. I think of that. <laughs> I'm serious. When, when you're an inside guy and you're coming around, oh yeah, and that tackle is still on the end, mm-hmm. and it's just you and the quarterback, and you're on a dead run. That's gorgeous. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm sure Everything it feels else comes good. second. Huh? <laughs> Everything else in this life comes second. Yeah, good food, hot women come second to that telling you the birth of your children i'm putting Second. you on the spot now oh my god yes <laughs> oh my god if i could pick come on now wedding what's your wife gonna say dude i'm, ah! I'm getting the sack <laughs> come on man <laughs> i mean it's all fair come and it's on. all true wow one's harder to get see <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to say which one right. <laughs> you don't have to say which one's fine no uh, but also you know we're just talking about defensive tackles right now yeah. uh dominique easily can we give him a shout out because of course. i think he's played well i think he's been great as the uh how do you say that the uh the rotational guy the rotational guy the co-star to the aaron donald show mm-hmm. because when donald goes out you still have to deal with somebody who's quick yeah yeah and you can see that he's really really fast off the ball oh yeah a- and that's just it, it's almost Aaron Donald like quickness. Yeah. And I mean that in the best way possible. Like that's a really high compliment for that's me. That's two years in a row they've hit on that guy. Yes. Nick Fairley was tremendous he in that was. role and now he Easley's was. doing a great job. So that's two years. Yeah. Yeah. Two it's, prove it guys. I like that. It is. I like it too. And you know, Dominic Easley, he's had all these injury troubles in the past. And mm-hmm. I think part of what is good right now is that he doesn't have to go in every single play. You know, they're keeping his reps limited. They're kind of keeping him on pitch count. And so that keeps him fresh. But also, even when he plays limited snaps, it keeps Aaron Donald fresh. Right. So this rotation thing that the Rams have got going on their defensive line, it's really, really working No drop-off. Well. And everyone understands the roles. Yes. From the starters to the backups, I think it, they have a great group. They absolutely do. So let, let's kind of stick here for a second as we, two turn it to the Buffalo Bills, who mm-hmm. are 2-2. Two and two. Um, Do you remember couple years ago when Aaron Donald won the defensive rookie of the year. Yes. And there was another guy on the Jets, Sheldon Richardson, who was yes. a contender for this. Yes. Do you remember what Rex Ryan said? Who's, I do. Yeah. Uh, something to the effect of the amount of sacks. Something about he couldn't hold his job. That's or, exactly what he yeah, said. Yeah, something about that. He yeah. said Aaron Donald could not hold He's Sheldon He's just politicking for his guy. You well, know that, right? he was, yes. And yeah. so, you know, we talked to Rex Ryan on the conference call today, and he said, basically, of all the things I've said, I've said some dumb things. That was one of the dumbest he things. He really said that? He really said that, I wow. promise you. Yeah. That's high praise. It is high praise. Yeah. Well, and he said it That's to the Bills media, too. better than winning, like, Defensive Player of the Week. 
When you get Rex Ryan to eat his words and say like that was oh. the dumbest. No, in the, in the list said, of dumb things he said, he, he said that's one of the dumbest. Absolute dumbest. But he but said it is one of the dumbest. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Way yeah. to go. Way no, to go. No, because I mean, uh, duh. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's be clear. Well, here. every coach wants their guy to be in the Pro Bowl, but I well, mean, it was no, it wasn't the Pro Bowl. It was off. Excuse me, defense rookie of the year. Rookie of the year. Well, I think. We know who the better player is. I mean, At look. At this point, yes. Sheldon Richardson is a really good football player. And I don't want to make it sound like I'm not saying that. And I, you'd love to have him on your football team. But Aaron Donald is playing a different game than everyone else right now. Yes, he is. Yeah, and so, that's part of the issue that right. you know, I think Rex Ryan finally realized and yeah. realized the error of his ways. So that's uh, this one kind of storyline that is yeah. out there for this week. And it's interesting because there is a uh, pro football talk article that said that according to sources and whoever they are, or a person close to the situation with Donald said that Donald remembers what Rex Ryan said a couple years ago. I bet. I bet he does too. I don't think he forgets anything. I don't think he does yeah. either. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm the Bills offensive line. I'm like, oh man, Rex, why? I know guys <laughs> pretend like that stuff doesn't bother them. Like I love when people when they say I don't read the paper or I don't go on the oh, internet. Gosh, You're everybody lying. reads the paper. Of everybody course. goes. The only person I believe this with, and this is like really out there, and I don't know, this is kind of off topic. It's Andrew Luck. I don't think he actually does. He's got to. He's a competitor. Oh, really? You he's think he does? Yeah. I mean, in some way, he's going to hear about it and know about it and process it. Maybe. I mean, yeah. he's going to hear about it, but I don't think and he's going to it. go off and read it himself. That's what I'm saying. Especially when you think the guy is wrong. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The the one guy that all, it Tom Brady is great at this. When he says, I'm not listening, the by the way he's playing, of course he is. Yeah, when Tom, I know, Tom, well, can't I know do this, Tom Brady's listening. He can't yeah. do this, he can't do that, or Tim Tebow's the heir apparent, oh, and he just absolutely – yeah. Oh, I, I don't care about that stuff. Well, the way you play, it's obviously you're lying. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I, everybody has that in them. But I think Aaron Donald, even without this extra motivation, is still going to line up and try to kick your ass. Oh, no question. That's just, that's just every single Every single day, every single week, that's all he does. Right. It's all he he eats, he breathes, he breathes, he sleeps football. Yeah. Um, way back when I was playing, um, Bryant Young mm -hmm. from the San Francisco 49ers mm -hmm. was so good. Yeah. And he was so dominant, physically dominant like Aaron Donald. And he would do it without getting upset. Yeah. He, he didn't really play with an edge. He just played huh. hard and he was that good. Well, we would tell the O-line, don't make him mad. Because. Same, like way back with Reggie, Wright, Reggie White, God rest his soul. Yeah. I got this in the Hall yeah. of Fame. Yeah. Reggie would, he was so big and so dominant, he could dominate you without getting upset. Mm -hmm. But if you make him mad, it's only going to be worse. <laughs> I think Aaron Donald is the same way. Yeah. Just play. Just play straight up with him. Help him up. Be as nice as you can to him. You're still going to give up sacks. Yeah. But if you make him mad, oh, my God, he may hurt somebody. Yeah. Well, I was looking for this. I'm, I'm sure you can see me, like, looking on my laptop. The the guy that Rex Ryan today compared Aaron Donald to was John Randall. Hall of Fame. Same thing. Uh, it's not, now, he played, I wouldn't say in a rage, but, I mean, okay. he was a little crazy when he played. <laughs> I mean, a little psycho when he played. And it was cool. That was his thing, though. Um <laughs> I like when you talk about the guys who were psycho when they played. I mean, look, this I guy would funny. be. This guy used to study press guides to find out your mom's name and would shout at you. What? John Randall was That's so rude. He's a little loopy. Did you ever do that? What? 
like study like what was what no. was your approach to talking trash? I, I I'm not gonna talk about your mom. I'm not gonna talk about your wife. I'm just gonna go about my business of beating you. Okay. That's it. Now, if you want to take it there, I'm more than willing to get in, get in the gutter with you. Sure. So whatever type of game you want to play, I'm game, and I'm always gonna win. That's the way I thought. <laughs> really, that's the way I thought. I believe it. Yeah, but I mean, but Randall was different. I mean, he was a dark skinned guy, mm-hmm. and he would wear a lot of eye black, and it Ooh. just made him look medieval. Oh. And that's the way he played. Um, he would scream at guys, I am Lord Humongous. No way. I'm dead serious. So <laughs> I shouldn't laugh at that. But John it, Randall's going to come and kick my butt. But he's in the Hall of Fame, and he's a six-foot-one foot, six foot one defensive tackle yeah. like Aaron Donald. Yeah. They play a similar game. I get that. Do you, When you look at the Bills this week, as we sort of, I guess, bring it back to what we probably should be talking about. Um, so when you look at them, do you kind of see this, like, a lot of similar things from the Rams? I mean, it, to, to me, they seem like they're trying to be built in the same way. Not um, necessarily with the same yeah. schemes, but... The same philosophy. Yes. Yeah, yeah run the ball, play good defense. Right. The only <laughs> difference is Tyrod Taylor and LaShawn McCoy. Uh, yeah. That's the only difference oh, right. in, in, in what you see. Um they're dynamic, man. McCoy can make you miss in a blink. Gosh, you know, it, yeah. it's funny. You you think about McCoy and you think, oh, man, he's been playing for such a long time. He's only 28. Yeah, he's, he's got some years left. Yes, he does. And it doesn't look like he's slowing down. No. Yeah, he's still quick. And Tyrod Taylor, based on their run game, he's always going to be a part of it, mm-hmm. which gives the defense fits. And when he's throwing the football, if it's not there, he can run it. Yes. I mean, and, and run for distance. He so, can. Yeah, he's he's a nightmare. This is going to be a tough matchup it is. for the Rams and, defense. You know, looking at it, it's not like there's been too many differences, I don't think, be, between what they were doing under Greg Roman and what they're now doing under Anthony Lynn. They, they made the change in offensive coordinator after two games. People were making the joke, oh, man, the Rex Ryan got so mad at his defense, he fired his offensive coordinator. But, I mean, they're – they're playing better now, so I guess jokes on everybody else, right? Yeah, it, it's it's you know I just watched them versus New England and their first yeah. 15, 16 plays. It looked like something out of nineteen eighties Notre Dame. Really? That's I, what I'm sure. I mean, it's huh. it's a wide variety. I don't remember nineteen of... eighties Notre Dame. <laughs> yeah, I Shut just okay, I just made guy. the I'm young millennials, joke. but I'm, I'm <laughs> just multiple ways of rushing the football. Yes, yeah. yeah. Uh, you rarely see that in the NFL, so. Um, there's going to be a lot to prepare for if you're Greg Williams. I mean, you're, have, you're going to have sure. to talk about every single play they ran. Now, they may not run it, but you're going to have to go over it just to make sure your guys know how to defend right, it. Right, because they can do it from three different forma- uh, three different sets, right? They can go from shotgun, they to can pistol. go from pistol, yeah. and they can get under center, too. Oh, yeah. And yeah. so that's what makes them really dangerous. I think they've got all these different kinds of running ways, excuse me, running that, that. They've got all these different the ways to that? run. Did you just reboot yourself? I love <laughs> yes, that. I did. Yeah, yeah. I needed to just take a pause okay. and figure out I what that. I was trying <laughs> to say. Max was... Headroom. Do you know who that is, Max Headroom? I don't. God, you're a millennial. Go ahead. <laughs> they have a lot of different ways to Google run. Google search Max Headroom. You'll see what I'm talking okay. about later on. And all then right. you'll want to punch me. But yeah, I mean. I would not want to punch you. Yes, you do. I Anybody? You no, because you I would lose so that bad. fight. Anybody who is watching this right now can see. There is no way I would want to punch you. I would let you hit me. And then what would happen? Nothing. Okay. Get it out, Miles. Go ahead. I'm your friend. <laughs> no, I'm, no. but seriously, I mean, 12 personnel, two tights. They can even slip in a fullback on you. I mean, yeah. there's, there's just a lot to talk about when facing this offense, and I think that is their weapon. Right, yeah. yes. And then you have two guys that are just – you know, phenomenal. They are uh, on the ground. So that's why their run game is so potent. Well, I think one of the things that Tyrod Taylor may not get enough credit for 
is his ability to throw the deep ball too, because oh. he was one of the best, if not the best, I can't remember off the top of my head, and I should probably have written this down. Oops, sorry guys. Um, Who but are you talking to? The the fans. Where do you keep, where do you keep going? Anyway, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> Tyrod Taylor and the deep ball. You're, you're He's starting really to scare me. He's really good at throwing the deep ball. Yes, he is. <laughs> right. There we go. That's the point I was Thank trying to you. make. What a treat for him finally going to Gillette and being the best quarterback on the field. Yeah, he was. And, and you got the win and shut him out. Well, when you don't have the goat on the other sideline, that helps a lot. I'm, his, he looked different than any time I've ever seen him at Gillette. You think so? Because Brady's not on the other side putting so you, a ton of pressure on him. All right, so if you – all right, let, let, let's take this to you. So if you know that there's a backup offensive guard in that day, are you yeah. really licking your chops? Uh, Yeah. I mean, if, if the starter's out, of course I'm going to be happy, but – I'm just thinking from a quarterback perspective. Sure. Think about Tyrod Taylor. Like, on this drive, if I don't get points, I know he's going to. Okay, yeah. If I don't take advantage of this red zone opportunity, if we get three, he's going to get seven. Right. Well, that pressure's gone because it's suspended. He okay. looked like a different guy. He did. Yeah. And, no, I, I think you're right, and I think that's one of the reasons why they won and they were able to win in, in a shutout. Right. Because their defense is really good. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I think people can kind of underrate their defense, and we know that Rex Ryan is aggressive and he's going to have this aggressive defense. He's got his brother Rob now, too, so, like, two Ryan brains are probably better than one. And they wow. come after your quarterbacks. Yeah, they do. And they do a good job of it. Multiple. They're big up front. They've got a lot of speed, and they're physical. And they, they part of their game plan is getting the ball. Yes. takeaways. Yes, it is. Yeah, that, They that also got five takeaways yeah. against Arizona, which if you think about that, 10, 10 turnovers for Arizona in two weeks. Yeah. That's a lot, That's a lot of turnovers, turnovers. Yeah, man. Which is an Arizona issue, and we don't even talk about that. But I think it speaks to how good the Bills defense is playing. That's why when we go out to practice and we stand there and talk football, the one thing we want to see is the Rams ripping at the football. Yeah. It's got to be talked yes. about. It's yes. got to be emphasized. Yes. You have to practice it on defense, and you have to get your guys ready for what you're going to see on game day. Yeah. You know, uh, yards after catch, everybody wants it. Everybody mm -hmm. wants to score. But number one, your number one priority this week, especially against this defense, is ball security. Absolutely. Yeah, secure catch, secure run. When you're in traffic, secure that ball because they're coming after it. Well, the other thing they're going to do, they're going to show a lot of different looks, mm -hmm. and that's another staple of a Rex Ryan defense. He's going to go out there, and he's going to be multiple, and he's going to try to show you something you haven't seen before. So, And especially because they're an unfamiliar opponent, right? You know, yeah. when was last time Rams faced the Bills was, what, five years ago? Yes, I think. So, yeah. it, they, you know, because they're in the AFC. Right. So it's tough because you are not going against these guys every year. Right or you're right. not. They're not even in your you same conference. Him. The the only guy you probably know is Richie Incognito. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a everybody knows Richie, but yet you don't see them. They're not a familiar opponent. There's good and bad. Mm -hmm. um, you don't know them, but they don't know you. Exactly. Yeah. So this is going to be, I think, a game of big plays. Yes, probably. And the other thing that they've got going for them this week is Marcel Darius, their big defensive tackle, coming off of his four game suspension, and I think it makes it even tougher when you don't know the opponent and you don't have the film with that guy from this year, and then he's coming in, and you're like, uh-oh, this is another added dimension that right. you're just going to have to make the adjustment for in the game. And right. That's going to be something to see. Okay, how, if they show their hand a little bit, how do you respond to that? How do you make the adjustment to what he's doing on the field? We can't run that play to Darius. Right. Yeah, you don't know until you try. Versus Arizona, where you know what you can and can't run towards Calais Campbell. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, th those are the things that, I don't know, we're, we're going to see more of um, throughout this week. So, 
What are some of the things that you would like to see the Rams do better against the Bills? Oh, penalties, man. Yeah. Um, we talked about Greg Robinson. Um, the, I hate penalties. I hate when big plays get called back. And I hate it seems to be like the same guy. But all of his penalties usually come from being over-aggressive. Hmm. That I can live with. Okay. Yeah, but right. you've got to clean up those penalties. Um, catching the football, huge. Yeah. Yeah. The ball is coming to you. This is the pros, and you win by either position or personnel group or just the play beat their play. When you get the football, you've got to catch it. You've got you to do. keep those chains moving. Uh, and special teams. I'd like to see you know something big out of special. You got the return with Tavon. You did. Let's put yes. that one in the end zone. Yeah, it's it's about time for one but of those to go back. That, that's if you get the opportunity, though. And the the um, Fisher and Fossil have both talked about this this week. They're not going to get many opportunities, and because of the premium that Buffalo can put on special teams, yeah, they they probably aren't going to give Tavon many opportunities well, to return one. You're going to get some, like Barry Bonds when he was chasing the record, right? Yeah, like he was getting one pitch to hit a he night. Was one good pitch, one and that, good pitch that wound up wet. It yeah, so it he did. was ready for it. So with this defense, the way they play, at some point. You're going to have them backed up on a three and out, and they're yeah, going sure. to have to punt yeah. to Tavon. And yeah. then when you get those opportunities, make them pay. Exactly. And I think we've seen them do that and, and work well in tandem. You know, I we kind of ran through this, and I wanted to bring it up. But the way they worked out when they they had that punt return, you know, that the play before was a sack we were talking about mm -hmm. with Eugene Sims and Aaron Donald. Mm -hmm. So first you get the sack. Great. It backs them up even further. Then you get the punt return. Great. Special teams is contributing. And then the offense comes through Finishes. and they finish and finish. they get the touchdown. Right. Remember last year, week uh, 16 in Seattle? Yes. They got they basically did the same thing. Yes. They got the big they got a sack. I think it was Will Hayes and it might have been Akeem Ayers um who had split the sack on that play. Then you get a big punt return from Tavon Austin that puts you at the 28-yard line and then Keenum to Kenny Britt, boom, one play, play action touchdown. Right. These are like if the Rams can do that, boy, your your three units are working in tandem nope. like that. Big time. That's how you win games. That's 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 how playoff teams get to the playoffs. It is, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it could be a return, it could be a block. Yes. I mean, cuz That's when, what Fossil talked yes. about too. They when want you're a block backed too. up. When you're backed up as a punt team, you've got two things to worry about. One, if they do get their hands on it, mm -hmm. you're in the end zone yep. or close to it, yeah. you're giving up 6 points. Yeah. Second is um if they are going for the block, I've got to get this thing out fast, which means I can't directional punt. Right. Which puts Tavon Austin back in the mix. Exactly. Yeah, so there's there's starts with defense then special teams, and if you can't score there, you know, your offense is set up in great field position to get a touchdown. Yes. Yeah. Perfect. All right, so these are something I want to do. I, I know, so you're on Twitter, but you don't use it because Dude, I'm a millennial. You want to give not. my address out too? What? My no. social? Why are you telling my personal biz? Because you said this the last time you were on the podcast a week then ago. Then why bring it up? Because I'm gonna, I'm going. I use that as a segue. Okay, go ahead. To talk I feel about like you're taking shots, but go ahead. I kind of was. See, but to see, bring up the see, fact ahead. that we're going I to take it. a couple Twitter questions. No, so if you, I do not want to take Twitter questions. <laughs> Too bad. It's my no, show. No, I do we're not taking wanna, Twitter questions. I'm gonna. I'm never mind. No, go ahead. So we were gonna do okay, it. Okay, go ahead. This one's from at JLR zero eight two five. JLR zero eight two five. Is that a person or a droid? <laughs> what is that? Is that a Star Wars droid or something? Okay. Use a, use a name. Okay. I think you should JLR, use a name too. whatever. The, and you know, the problem, the problem, Mr. JLR0825, is that you don't have a name with your handle. So that's right. what I had to use. Use I the force. To... Go ahead. Anyway. Right. Okay. So here's his question. 
that he says, and it's actually a statement then with a question mark, which is, you know, kind of offends me as a linguist. Oh, jeez. But the Rams should run the read option more with Case to get the running game going. Do you agree? Um, I like the uh, – it keeps the defense off balance. Um, that might not be something you game plan for, Case Keenum keeping it. Yeah. You know, um, but maybe it, there are free yards there. They used it a little bit yeah. against Arizona use for it, a couple of the times. Use it, yes. I think you should judiciously. Use it. Yes. Here's the problem. Now your quarterback's carrying the football in the open field. Yes. Um, I'm not worried about the quick hitter, three yards and down. Mm -hmm. What if he actually breaks into the open field and beco becomes a runner? Right. That's what makes me nervous. Well, yes. And, you know, we saw last week Case Keenum is a little reckless. Even he, Fisher said this. Right. He's reckless, but he's okay. Even with Cam Newton and your quarterback oh, is in the open, I get nervous. I get nervous, too, right. even so, as big as Cam Newton is. But th th there are free yards there because I don't think they're really going to honor that right now. Maybe not. All yeah. right. So here's the next one. And this is um, from J underscore Dro. Okay. And Ryan Haskell, uh, they essentially had the same question, so I'm going to paraphrase it. Okay. But And we kind of addressed this a little bit earlier. But with Rams hitting more passes down the field, will teams start respecting the pass enough to open up some run lanes for Todd Gurley? I still think you're in prove-it mode. I agree. Yeah, I still think you're in prove-it mode. Um, I think somebody could start with a game plan, as in we're going to load the box, stop Todd Gurley. Maybe against Buffalo. And yeah. you hit a couple of plays that get behind them. They may change up, you know, mid-game. Sure. They may make an adjustment. Yes. So okay, I, I think I'd that time there. is coming if you keep hitting plays. But as of right now, I still think the game plan is stop 31st. I think so, too. And yeah. I think that's because of the way that we have seen 30 make plays. Yeah. Right? And even though 30 has not been having the run lanes open, I mean, yeah. there have been some stats thrown around this week that are like not very good. Yeah. And they're kind of ugly. And I think it's a combination of a lot of things lot of that stuff. have been happening. Yeah. Especially, you know, when you have the Cardinals and you go to Arizona last year and then Gurley runs for 144 yards in two quarters. in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's they're not going to let you run the football. No, but I would say this: um, he has to find a way to get through there. He does back because, and I think he will. Adrian Peterson has seen eight man boxes since high school. Yeah, probably like nine, ten. Man and he's still. I mean, all good backs will see eight, nine men in the box. As a running back, you're going to have to find a way through there anyway. Yes, you just can't depend on your quarterback stretching the defense. Right, you have to get through there. It's hard. It's impossible. It's an impossible ask to beat two guys. Right. Break a tackle, make a guy miss, and then get going. Yeah. That's hard. Yes, but, it is hard. <laughs> but that's your job right now. It is. Yeah. And I think that as we continue to go through this season, I mean, hey, the, look at it this way. The Rams are 3-1, and one, and Todd Gurley is not look like the Todd Gurley we knew from last year running the football. No, but he's still getting carries. He is getting carries, yeah. and that's important. Yeah, he's still getting carries. You're still controlling the clock, so to speak, and – you haven't gone away from, you know, your game plan. So no. that that's a positive. That stuff is going to start to happen. I think so, yeah, too. It's going to start to crack at some point. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know if it's this week, if it's next week, or whenever it will be. But it, it's just Todd Gurley's too good of a player, right? Yeah. He's he's going to get his eventually. Yes. Anything else off the Twitter machine? Um, No, not really. That's it? Okay. That was the, those I'm were the two. The hook? Yeah. Okay, good. I don't see. Here's the thing. I don't really like necessarily taking Twitter questions unless I know that they're good. So those I thought were decent questions. Good I thought, questions. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We had some good jumping off points for Actually, discussion Actually, they there. were good. You saying I'm a linguist, I, I'm still stuck on that. I'm sorry. I'm a linguist. 
I, I, I shouldn't have said linguist. Linguist was the wrong word. I, I, I what? should have said. I'm well, a jerk? No. No, uh, well, oh. kind of, but not for that reason. No, it's like I do language for a living. So if you're going to ask me true. a question, like you should, you should make it a good question. Wow. So, well, some people just aren't as educated, Miles. I, it's not about being some educated. Some people just aren't it's as educated, you know. Some maybe. people aren't as good as you. Well, don't look down on people. It's I don't look fair. down on people. Yes, be humble. I'm, I'm not saying that be I'm better humble. than anybody else. I just kinda, saying, no, 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 no. I'm a linguist. I'm, by saying I'm a linguist, what is that implying? I well, first of all, I used the wrong word. Okay. <laughs> so like that was a stupid thing for me to do. Okay. Like that made me sound like a like a jerk. That totally you, made me sound like a butthole. Kinda. That's oh what, no, it did. You, like I can admit that. I, I, know I took what it I as a shot like. towards me. You know, the, oh. my Pac-10 education. No. You like to point out. See. I'm just was, kidding. Yeah, that you're dating yourself because it wasn't Pac-12. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you right now. That's the like the third. That's Thank like the you. third age anyway, shot I've taken today. All right. All right uh, so I got one more thing. So <laughs> Go since the Rams are playing Buffalo, Buffalo is a very cold place. We don't live in a cold place anymore. Yes. Where is the coldest game you ever played? Oh, in? God. Chicago. Ooh, yeah. Chicago. God, it was 97 or 98. Mm -hmm. And um, man, I am. I'm a dune buggy. Like <laughs> I am not dune a snowplow. I do not like the cold. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, do you want to have buggy. a good day running the football? Play DeMarco in the cold. Yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> I just, it's, I don't want to touch anybody. My fingers are cold and yeah. I don't mind the cold. It's yeah. cold. Really? I really don't. I'm from Cleveland. Like I grew up in, and it was cold. They, apparently it was like 22 below the first winter I was alive. 22 below. Yeah. And my mom would not, maybe this wasn't the first year I was alive, but like my mom you would not dread let to me. You brought to the, to the area? <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> you were That's the guy. Hilarious. Wow. No, well, like my, so my grandparents were, were visiting the house, and my mom always tells a story. She says that she would not let us downstairs. Because like it was that to, cold? Yeah, it was that cold. Okay. We had to stay upstairs where the heat was most effective. Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, but we were in Chicago, and uh, it was cold, and, you know, you have to get through it and play. Yeah. Um, but I remember the PA announcer announcing to the Chicago Bear crowd that the temperature is now eight degrees below zero and they went nuts <laughs> of course they did they went nuts and took <laughs> off shirts no yeah they were taking off shirts oh, they, like you know see it's, that? yeah it's, it's it's this is us this is chicago weather yeah. we love this and okay. really we started to wilt <laughs> for a minute yeah we won the game but i'm like good god it's cold out here yeah yeah. That doesn't sound very pleasant. No, it sucks. Okay. Uh, I wore like a gray t-shirt under my pads, and I never wear a shirt under my pads. Okay. But it's cold. I have to. Right. And it's gray, so when it gets wet, you can see it. Mm -hmm. And I was completely dry. That's how cold it was. Oh, man. Yeah, it was cold. Wow. It was cold. Yeah, <laughs> really cold. What's the hottest game you ever played? Uh, Arizona. 1995 or six. Okay. We're, we're, were there at Sun Devil Stadium? Sun so? Devil Stadium, okay. and it said uh, right outside the visitor's locker room, there was a sign that says, warning, temperatures at midfield can exceed 114 degrees. 114? And then you got to walk from there. This is, I <sighs> guess, before renovations. About a quarter mile, maybe just a little bit less from your locker room to the field. Of course. So you're you walking are. through the heat. Of course you are. Thinking about the heat. Yeah. And then you get out there, and it's just as hot as you thought. Mm. Yeah. And... In our infinite wisdom, we brought three defensive tackles <laughs> to Arizona. Oh, my God. And, w and we went to overtime. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. We didn't take off after that game for like three hours because everybody was on IV. Oh, man. Yeah, it was bad. Did it you at was... least win? No, we lost. We oh, lost in overtime. Oh. Yeah, we lost in overtime. You said you went to overtime. I was okay. hoping that you won. Lee Sean Johnson was the tailback. Fast guy. Okay. Yeah, real fast. Found out he was legally blind, I think. Wow. Yeah, that's why he hit the hole so hard. 
Because <laughs> you just couldn't see it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't know what to be scared of if you can't right. see it, right? Right. Oh, that's always pretty good. All right, so thank you, everybody, for tuning in to Between the Horns this week. Um, DeMarco, you are on Rams All Access tomorrow, right? Tomorrow, yes. Uh, we're going to be on from 7 to 8 on 710, so... We'll do more of this with smarter people. Excellent, yeah. <laughs> I, you know what? I was just going to say excellent, and then he insulted me on my own podcast when I'm saying goodbye. It's good stuff. Wow. I love mine. If it weren't you, I would probably be more offended, or I would probably be offended at all. Anyway, and guys, thank you so much for tuning into this edition of Between the Horns. Thank you, DFAR, I guess. You got it, you got it man. Thank you, Matt, my producer today. Appreciate you, Matt. And be sure to subscribe on iTunes or SoundCloud. If you like what you hear, let us know, please. We always appreciate the good reviews. So, again, thank you for listening and watching wherever you may be in football. We will see you next week.